and our Redeemer. Turning my mic on now, hopefully you can hear me. (laughs) Let us gather together the fragments so that nothing may be lost. These are the words that Jesus says after all have been filled, the hungry, had been satiated, satisfied, as Paul calls it, filled with the fullness of God. He writes that in his letter to the Ephesians. May we be filled with the fullness of God. So in between these two miracles in our gospel today, the feeding of the 5,000 and the calming of the sea, in between going from hunger to satisfaction and going from fear into trust, or maybe even joy as the boat reaches the ground, uh, the land. In between these two miracles, Jesus says, let us gather the fragments so that none may be lost. And he's talking about the fragments of what is left over from the miracle that has just occurred. The fragments of bread and fish. And every time I read this, I am still grateful that we don't try to do Eucharist with fish because that would be very, very messy. The church in its wisdom stayed with the bread and wine. Because this feeding, of course, has Eucharistic undertones. So in every miracle of Jesus, there's a fourfold pattern. The setting is set, right? There's the setting of the miracle, whether it's the grass with 5,000 people sitting on it, whether it's the boat um, with the frightened disciples because it's tossing and turning in the waves or the sea is rough. And then the, the problem is clearly identified. How are we going to feed these people? How are we gonna make it to the other side of the sea? How are we gonna make it to land safely? And then there's the miracle. All are filled, or they do make it to land. The sea is calm. And then there's the aftermath. And it is that aftermath that drew my attention for the sermon today, those words that I I already have pointed out. Gather the fragments so that none may be lost. And they drew my attention because I think that it describes where we are right now in this epic, this era, this um, coming out of the pandemic, which will take at least as long as the pandemic. And it's time for us to begin to gather the fragments 
of our courage, of our trust, of our community, of our work, of whatever it is that we have let go, but also of whatever it is that we have begun to notice is abundant in ways that we just were not aware of before. It is time to gather the fragments of what is still alive and fulfilling of our connections with God and with each other so that none may be left or lost. So to go back to the first miracle for just a couple of minutes, Jesus sets it up by asking, how are we going to feed these people? And Philip, the numbers guy, right? There's always a numbers guy or a woman, right? And they look at a situation and they try to see how it's going to fit into the budget and whether it's going to work. And Philip says, six months' wages wouldn't give even a morsel to everyone that's gathered here today. Six months' wages would not be enough. How are we going to feed them today? So the numbers person gets stuck expecting a miracle, but not really quite believing that it will be able to happen. And then you get Andrew, the doer. Andrew, the logistics guy. There's always a logistics guy, always a logistics woman who knows how to get things done. The fixer knows where to go to figure out if a problem can be addressed. So he went to see how much food people had, and he comes back with the bad news that there's really not much. Really not much. So then what does Jesus do? And in, in his doing, what does he teach us to do? Jesus asks the people to sit down, and he gives thanks over what there is. He gives thanks over what there is. Now, gratitude is not a servile um, uh, thanks for what little you get in life. It's not just a, a thing that you do to, um, uh, you know, get, get by, by getting by. The spiritual discipline of gratitude is an awareness and um, uh, uh, living into the worth of what you have been given. It's not a comparison to other people or other places. It's seeing that, and many of us, are blessed, and by blessed, I mean we have enough. And gratitude means we don't just get along to get along. The spiritual gift of gratitude is by seeing what we can do with what we have. And by giving thanks, 
and by honoring the worth of the gifts God has given us, and by reaching a new awareness of being filled with the fullness of God, we can do a lot to feed the hunger of human need, both physical, emotional, as well as spiritual. So one of the things we're asking to do, one of the most important things we're asked to do today is to cultivate that sense of gratitude, not in a Pollyanna way, but in a way that empowers us to be good stewards of what we have and not to make excuses about what we don't have. One of the things I think about when I hear that expression of Jesus, let us gather the fragments so that none may be lost. One of the examples that I think of is a, a beautiful uh, artwork of quilt making by this community of G's Bend. Maybe some of you know the quilts of G's Bend. Maybe not. I, I went with to the, to the exhibit um, with my mother and several years ago, and, but actually the first place they were shown is the was the Museum of Fine Arts here in Houston. And this formerly enslaved community of G's Bend from Alabama had, through hardship, which was most of their life, had been on, a, on a many levels, created, honed their skill for quilt making and art making through that quilt making. And they gathered the scraps of materials and cloth and textiles and made these exquisite quilts. They gathered the fragments of what was left over so that nothing would be lost. And when the exhibit went to, and so for generations, this became a way of creative expression as well as making warmth in homes that lacked electricity. And when that exhibit went to the Whitney Museum, uh, the Whitney Museum in New York, the review, the New York Times review said that they were some of the most miraculous works of modern art America has produced some of the most miraculous works of modern art. I think of our COVID cross out here in which our friend Kimberly Lakes, Booker's wife, took the brackets from leftover election signs to make the framework of it. And it stands as a simple but striking reminder of the close loved ones that have been lost to COVID 
with the hearts that people have dedicated. Gather the fragments so that none may be lost or forgotten. Yesterday we had 17 people here talking about how we could gather the fragments of our outreach ministries and begin again. And we identified some things that we want parishioners to come and do again, to come assemble the brown bag lunches, to come make the sandwiches, to come do uh, evening prayer and greet. And we were gathering the fragments of what had been disintegrated or separated because of the pandemic, trying, although we don't always get it perfect, trying to see how with the thanks, the spirituality of gratitude, with the thanks that Jesus has taught us to give, we may look at what there is and believe that we can serve more than we can ever have dreamed. So I think that the Gospels are asking us, one of the things the Gospels are asking us to do is to see how in our lives, we may look at what is still alive. I think of the big freeze, of how awful it was that gardens were destroyed, and yet there was one plant in my backyard that I focused on because it was still alive. That doesn't mean we don't have to continue to work so that our infrastructure isn't let uh, to decay and hold uh, people accountable for being the stewards of our resources. But we do that while we focus on what there is to work with. And so our gospel asks us to turn gratitude into action to ask ourselves how we can gather whatever fragments so that nothing and no one is lost, and that we all may be filled with the fullness of God. Amen.